and welcome to Leaders Fuel Daily. This is episode number 15, I believe, and I'm here with my friend Natalia Williams. Natalia, how are you doing today? I'm great, Rick. How are you? I'm very good, and I'm so glad that you joined me for this podcast. And it's been a lot of fun to do these and hear people's stories and just, uh, you know, different ways to approach really the topic of entrepreneurial empowerment. And that's the point for me of doing these and to give people an opportunity also to make what they do known in the world in a bigger way or in, at least in some other way here through this. And so I appreciate you coming in. I'm looking very forward to hearing about your story and about what you do. And I want everyone to know that I'm going to make sure that your bio and then everything, every way that a person could get a hold of you is going to be available wherever this goes out. So uh, you're a person that people should know, and I'm glad to know you. And also, I'm getting to know you, so I realize there's a lot about you that I don't yet know. And part of it is kind of your story. I've heard some of it, but I haven't heard all of it. So, uh, so talk about your your journey. You, how did you become an entrepreneur, and how did all that start? And your, and and what was that journey like for you? What has it been like for you? Um, goodness. Well, it's. It started when I was about uh, roughly 18 years old. <laughs> okay. That's when it started. Um, the, the, I had an uncle who um, owned a, a very prestigious hotel in downtown Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called the Train Hotel. And everybody in my family just looked up to him. He was like, when he showed up to family events, oh, Uncle Thomas is here. Uncle Thomas is here. And um, I had no idea like what that entailed, like mm-hmm. entrepreneurship, but I just knew that he was very well known. He was mm-hmm. very respected. He was sure. very influential or influential in yeah. the community. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know a little bit more about that. And, um, I had another uncle who had, uh, started a, a restaurant and, uh, had a little bit of ups and downs with that, but went that route in entrepreneurship and it wasn't something that was every, that everybody in my family did. Right. Uh, you, you, you either went to college or trade school, you, you got married, you got a job, you worked that job, you saved for retirement. That was it. You didn't rock the way. boat. Yeah. Yep. You didn't rock the boat. And I was the different one. I was the dreamer in the family mm-hmm. and there were so many things that I wanted to try and explore and experience. And when somebody uh, approached me years ago, it was another direct sales company and they invited me to an event. Mm-hmm. And at that point in my life, uh, I was having like some personal transition things and mm-hmm. it just came in at the right time. Yes. And I seen these group of women who were empowered. Yes. They were not jealous of each other. They weren't doing anything but propelling each other forward, celebrating, clapping, you go girl, that kind of thing. And it was like, oh, wow, (laughs) (laughs) this is, my nine to five is not like this. (laughs) (laughs) I think I found my tribe here, right? Yes, yes. (laughs) That's great. And that was the beginning for me of, you know, somebody coming along and saying, hey, Natalia, you can write your own paycheck. You can set your own hours. You can do anything that you want to do um, through this business. And that was the beginning, but it was the camaraderie that drew me, the, the, the 
speaking life to each other. And yes. if somebody only had a $13 sale that week, we gave yeah. them a standing clapping ovation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, That's it was great. that kind of group and it was eye opening for me. And so with that being said, um, I started, that was my, the beginning of my direct sales journey. Uh, in the midst of all of that, I discovered that I had a gift to do hair and makeup and skin. And I was just playing around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I thought at the time, yes, yes. and I'll never forget, um, there was something called the French roll or French twist. Okay. And I mastered it. And my mom even said it. She was like, you mastered it. And you need to think about what you're going to do with that. And my sister was the same of the same mindset. What are you going to mm-hmm. do with it? Yes. And they started talking to me about going to hair school. Mm. And I was like, no, (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. This is just something to play with and so on and so forth. And they pushed hard enough that there was a vocational program, my junior and senior year of high school. Okay. I didn't have to pay for it. There was a bus that took you there. There was nothing keeping you from doing it. Yeah. And so I did it in about three months four months to finishing, I was like, nah, I don't want to do this. (laughs) I don't want to do this. And my sister, of course, is like, are you insane? (laughs) You're almost done. What are you you doing? I'm like, no. And and I'll admit to you, there was fear. There was, there was being an entrepreneur. I've learned you have to overcome a lot. And a lot of it was mindset um, that I had to overcome. Like, big time like I I was scared to mess up a woman's hair and I just I didn't want to go there so long story short with that um I became a beauty school dropout um and went into corporate I still continue to do direct sales um corporate um and something happened one day uh I was sitting in my cubicle Mm -hmm. And I was having one of those moments again of, what are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) What are you doing? And Mm -hmm. a magazine came across my desk and there was all these women on the cover. And Mm -hmm. one of them I knew, I knew her personally. Hmm. And I looked at it. I grazed over it. It was like one of those defining moments. I remember clearly my phone stopped ringing (laughs) in, in my cubicle where I was. It wasn't ringing. It was quiet. Yeah. And there was enough time that God allowed for me to graze over this thing. Yeah. And I remember in my mind thinking, ah, you could never do that. Mm. And I remember the, the still small voice of God saying, why can't you? Mm. And it was like a call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like, it was kind of frightening. Yes. For a minute. And that started another catalyst in my journey um i went to uh nail school i was still running from hair Mm -hmm. um that came later and i want to make sure i stay on track with you but i worked a nine to five job um that required me to travel to new york city Mm -hmm. a couple times a year and i had uh, account executives that i worked with and i was like their inside contact Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was cool because I got to go to New York. I got to stay in the Waldorf Astoria in the Roosevelt Hotel and 
being at the Jacob Javits Center, I thought that was super cool. And God's like, I got some more stuff. Something for you. else. <laughs> I got something else. I got something else for you. You yeah. have no idea. Yeah. Um, and so I did that job. I went to uh, nail technician school at night. I went mm-hmm. three days a week. So I would leave my job, literally grab dinner, go to school from like, I got off at five. I had to be in class at six and we went till about nine. Um, I did that for five months mm-hmm. and still traveled when I was required to travel. Yes. And I, I had those moments, Rick, of what are you doing? What are you doing? And by that point I was married. And so I had my husband's voice. Mm-hmm. He's like, you can do this. You can do this. You, you can do it. Nice. I had those temper tantrums where I didn't want to study anatomy and physiology. I could care less yes. about that. And I threw my textbook <laughs> across the room and he would just go pick it up and sit it back in front of me and just keep going. It's okay. Yes. You're, you're going to do it. And I completed it. Yes. I was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked to, for myself because I had a pattern of when it got too hard, I just would want to, oh, I'll do something else. Yeah. yeah. And um, completed it, made a decision, me and my husband prayerfully that, okay, you're going to leave corporate America. And I put in my two weeks notice. And I started my own nail salon with no clients. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet a lot of people can relate to what you just said there. Yeah. Everything I mean, that goes along with that. Yes. I was scared out of my mind. And, yeah. but I just, there was that pulling inside of you need to do this. You mm-hmm. need to do this. It's scary, but you need to do it. So that's how it started. <laughs> nice. You know, it's interesting. I hear your story. And I, and it makes me think, this is why I put together the course called The Heroic Entrepreneur, mm-hmm. because you're describing these defining moments of your entrepreneurial journey. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. What I did in that course was I looked at what's called the monomyth or the hero's journey. And there's these points along the hero's journey, and I realized they, they match up with an entrepreneurial journey. So one of them, by the way, is the call mm-hmm. and that magazine in front of you being the call that moment where you know that you know that you know that you were meant for something more than what you were doing right in that time you know this whole idea of the uh, heroic entrepreneur is the hero starts in the ordinary world and then ventures out into the special world and then comes back but when you come back you've conquered something and you're never the same and you have more to give and and so that is sort of that call to leave the ordinary or familiar world. And then the other part of having your husband encourage you and other people encourage you, that's a pretty key piece of the piece of the journey. And I, I can't, I, I, I can't imagine anything, but the people can are hearing your story and thinking about their own journey and the moments and that, that, doubt that self-doubt and that sort of like self-sabotage part that goes along with it and then coming back to it and then the people that come around you and support your dream you know everything good in our life really does come through other people meaning that what would we be without someone there to support our dream it'd be pretty lonely and you know even with a lot of support guess what? There's hard work to do. And there's things that, you know, you're going to have to overcome. And um, 
it's great to know though that you have people alongside of you that are cheering you on in everything isn't it yes yes and my husband has always been um anything that i have aspired to do i think he caught the vision yeah. before i kind of latched on yeah. yeah he caught it and you know you know that you know we've been in ministry for almost 14 years and mm-hmm. one of the things i remember him saying is that if god moves us whether we move across the state out of state across the country this will afford you to be able to get in somewhere really quickly because you'll have this license. Yeah. Uh, you've got a technical skill now that'll follow you. Transferable. Anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it can go anywhere. And so um, I, I do I, I, the, the, the part about having that self-sabotage, the imposter syndrome, mm-hmm, all that mm-hmm. stuff, it's yeah. over, trying to overcome that in that sure. time. And I was so thankful. Um, with that, I mean, and even in the point where you're stepping out on faith and your bank account looks a certain way and you're like, how in the world is this going to happen? How is this going to happen? And just a really quick story. I feel like I should share it. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Um, before I went to nail technician school and I had put it out there to some friends, um, good, awesome, um, friends that I had within church, personal friends, and asked them to pray for me because I was scared, <laughs> really scared. And, but I knew I needed to do it. And my husband was just, we're just going to, we're going to come together. We're going to lock hands and we're going to go and we're going to petition the Lord for the money, everything mm-hmm. that we need for you to go. Yeah. Okay. So we do that. And then here comes your, here comes your quiz, right? Mm-hmm. Here comes your quiz right behind it. Mm-hmm. And I had to register four classes by a certain time because I was going to have to travel to New York City. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't get it done, I was going to have to wait five months for mm-hmm. the next class. And yeah. everything in me was like, you don't want that to happen. But the money that we had prayed for hadn't shown up. So I'm not yes. kidding you. We mm-hmm. got up on a Saturday. My husband said, we're going to get in the car mm-hmm. and we're going to drive to the school. And I'm like, what are you talking about, Willis? No, we're not. We don't have the money to do that. We're not going to do that. Yeah. And he's like, we asked God for the money. We're just going to believe him. And we're going to go up there and we're going to get you registered. And I'm literally in the car, Rick. Yes. He's praying. But in my mind, I'm like, God, please don't embarrass me. Please don't embarrass me. Mm. But we pull into the parking lot and my phone rings. And it was one of my friends. And she said did you guys get what you needed for you to go to school yet? And I said, no. And she says, well, me and my husband prayed about it. This is as <laughs> we're pulling into the park. Yes. True story. Yeah. My husband and I prayed about it and we want to invest in you to go to school because we believe in entrepreneurship and yes. we've heard your heart and what you want to do with it. So we're going to pay for you um, the initial cost for you to go. Mm. Talk about confirmation. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. That is such an amazing story. And and I I think anybody who's been on an entrepreneurial journey for any time at all knows that it's a faith journey. Mm-hmm. And that there are those moments of that you have to step out on faith. If anything's gonna go bigger and better and or more, 
you can't stay where you are and you can't keep doing exactly what you're doing because guess what? You'll get exactly what you have. So there's some points at which you've got to make that, those kind of leaps ahead. You know, there's plotting, but then there's leaps of faith. And I think that at those moments, there's something that, um, this has been helpful to me and maybe this will be helpful to you and, and other people. And that is we have to be able to discern between two things. And that is the facts Mm-hmm. and the truth. You see, the fact was before you pulled into that uh, parking lot, you did not have the money to go inside and pay for what you were about to do. Now that was a fact in that moment, right? But the truth is, is that you were intended to be doing what you're doing and to move forward into different things. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. I want to hear, you know, kind of like the why of all this and what it is for you. But, but the point is, is that we have these pivotal moments, these sort of very distinctive moments where we have to decide, are you going to go by the facts or are you going to go with the truth? Because, you know, the facts change, the facts will change, but the truth doesn't change. And so if we don't yield to the calling now, when are we going to do it? Right. If we don't take this leap now, when is it going to happen? And so there's a, there's a, it's a faith thing. It's like that scene in, uh, Remember that scene in Indiana Jones where he, he comes out to, there's the chasm and he stops and then he looks and there's nothing. And then all of a sudden he throws the dust, you know, out there and you see the walkway appear. And and so he takes the first step and until his foot goes down, there's not really a pathway there yet. Mm -hmm. You know, it looks like the appearance of it looked like there wasn't Mm -hmm. anything there. And that's the thing about that sort of facts versus truth is you know, the truth is not in the appearance of things, is it? The truth, the truth isn't in the appearance of things. You know, we can look all around and gather all the facts, but that's not going to always tell us the truth. So, uh, so we don't find the truth until you take your foot and put it out there and you go, Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. So, uh, well, I'm so glad that you did. I'm so glad that that happened. And thanks for sharing that story. And, and it's a good story to show how God shows up to in those moments and in his timing and uh, love that. So, okay. I don't want to, I don't want to speed you up too much here. Cause we, but what, what I'm kind of interested in is like, what is, what does this come to mean for you and how you do what you do and, and uh, all the beautician and cosmetology stuff. And, and also with the other business that you're in, What's kind of the inside out part of this for you? Like what, what is it, what is it that drives you to do this? What is it that keeps you, what, what is the purpose in this for you? The purpose in this for me is I, I love people and I love helping people to feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something that I adore. And I also, it, like I mentioned before, it's challenged me. It's while I'm helping people, there's growth that's taking place. within me too. And there were things, Rick, that I didn't know were inside of me Mm. lying dormant that were awakened. Um, There was a part of me that still had that mindset of you can't do it because you've known this way. (laughs) And so there was an undoing that had to take place. Um, And sometimes it was scary. Like, the story I just told you. Sure, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, don't um, be going there and embarrass myself. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm literally, I was saying that in yeah. my head, God, please don't embarrass me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but 
I do it because, and I love the education part. I, when I, and I'll tell the story of Paul Mitchell too, but when I worked for Paul Mitchell, that was huge. Like I had a dream about doing hair. I was still running from hair, Rick. Yeah. I was running from it. Um, but I found myself again in that moment of doing nails. I was working in a, a medical spa in Ballantyne, North Carolina, mm-hmm. booked six weeks out. And it was a very prestigious medical spa. I was mm-hmm. doing well. And I had that moment again of that little tap on the shoulder. There's more. Mm-hmm. There's more. And when I went back to school for cosmetology, I, I mentioned that I went to Paul Mitchell Um learned, grew, learned their system. If there's anybody whose son or daughter is considering going into the beauty industry, I highly recommend Paul Mitchell because it, it, it was wonderful. And I had a mentor that he would agitate me on purpose. Mm-hmm. And one of the words, and I'll never forget it, and I still use it when I'm coaching um, some of the, the team that I have in the company that I'm with. Mm-hmm. And he would say to me, I would get agitated, visibly agitated with him. And he'd go, okay, you see that? You know that feeling that you're having right now? I want you to remember it. He says, because what I'm trying to do is agitate that sleeping giant on the inside you mm. and wake it up. Yeah, I want to wake it up because mm. I see something that you can't see yet. Mm. And it would just, oh, it would just oh, <laughs> make me mad. But God used it. Mm. He used it. And so I was doing hair and I excelled very quickly and went into the advanced program to where I didn't have to be in class anymore because I had finished all of my theory-like um, materials. And so I got to be in, um, it was a part of the program that you could be in the salon all day taking clients. Yes. And you know, you're not getting paid for any of this. You get tips here and there, but I enjoyed it so much. And that is when things begin to really click for me. Mm-hmm. That and I would come home and I might have only had five dollars <laughs> from the day of being yeah. tipped, but I was like sharing with my husband, like mm. this woman came in and we got to talk about her son and we got to talk about this and this. And there was a woman crying in my chair because mm. she's just going through a horrible divorce. Mm-hmm. And she just started crying at the shampoo bowl after I just started massaging her head. Yeah. That for me was life giving. I was yeah, like, like, your oh cup my was gosh. running over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's great. Yeah. It was so wonderful. And so, and then, you know, I completed the program, went home on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, they had asked me to come on staff. I was a professional development coach and a technical coach. I went home on a Thursday. I came back on Tuesday and I went, I was on staff. My peers became my students and my teachers became my colleagues. Yes. <laughs> overnight. And it was a situation yet again, where God was extracting things like, Hey, there's more, there's more. And I want to show you how you can meet deadlines and how you can coach people about going into the salon. And then the light bulbs of like, when you have a student who was struggling to get to school every day and they were averaging 30 minutes a day late and having them come up with an action plan to get there earlier and walking them through it, even when they mess up, it's okay. Still walking them through it and seeing that light bulb go off Mm -hmm. and they get it. And then they just hit the ground running. That was exciting. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's great stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting that listen, the money's important and it's always going to be a factor, but it's not the only factor, is it? It's not the only thing in, in what comes along the way is along with, with money and getting paid for what you do is everything that you're sharing. It's interesting to hear how, you know, you kind of were overflowing when you came home and you just had to, you just had to share about what was going on. That's, that's such a great thing. Yes. That's a great yeah. thing. Well, yeah. so, okay. Well, what else do we need to know about you and your story and, and um, you know, what this has meant for you or um, uh, uh, anything else that we want to share before we hear exactly, I want to hear about your business and yeah. Yeah. And any, um, anything we've left out. Um, it's just, it's just been, it's just been amazing to me to look yeah through my journey, I had to write something out recently and I looked back and it was life-giving to me, you know, cause there were bumps and twists and turns along the way and life happened. Um, life continues to happen. Yes. <laughs> and um, looking back and mm. just thinking to myself, all it took was a magazine to come across my desk. Mm. Yeah. All it took was a magazine and just, following that that feeling and I just it's it's afforded me to do some amazing things I got to travel with Paul Mitchell I got to go to California uh, a couple times a year for events and for Mm -hmm. training Um, I got to work alongside with uh, Robert Cromings and um, oh I forget her name but just some awesome people within sure. Paul Mitchell and get to, to, to meet them, talk to them, train with them and uh, just be around some amazing, amazing people mm-hmm. and learning and growing. And I think that was when it really occurred to me that you can do this. You can do this. You can do this. It's, it's in you. Um, it doesn't have to look like everybody else. You are your own unique mm-hmm. individual your coaching is going to come through how it comes through, but you know, the intention is to make you better. Yeah. Um, it's, it's to challenge your thinking. It's changing verbiage. I had to change my verbiage. I had to change how I did a consultation because I thought it was one way and it's no, it's a whole nother ball game. Mm-hmm. And being able to ask those open-ended questions to that client. Mm-hmm. Um, and for myself, it's all about the experience. So, you know, when you come and see me, mm-hmm. uh, it is, I want you to escape for the hour or the two hours that you're in my presence. I yes. want you to forget about that meeting, what's going on with your child, what's going on in your marriage. I don't want to undermine it. I want you to have the freedom to talk about it, but I at least want you to have a little bit of an oasis yes. when you come to me. So my I, one of the things that I am very intentional about is the um, shampoo experience. Mm-hmm. I do a pressure point uh, scalp massage at the shampoo bowl. Um, it is not a wash and done. Let's get going. It yeah. is an experience. You're coming to experience just relaxation. I use essential oils yes. in that process. Um, that right there. And that is why I do what I do. Yes. To get to see people melt into the shampoo bowl. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, it's, it's so interesting. There's a whole other level of interaction and communication that's going on there. And it is, unfortunately, it's, it's more rare than common mm-hmm. what's happening there. And so I love that word. It's an oasis. And, and I can only imagine 
you know, what a difference it makes in people's lives. So, okay. Well, talk about your business, your businesses and what, what all you do and what do we need to know about it? And what, what all, what all, how can a person professionally interact with you? Yes. So uh, my business or one of them (laughs) is uh, lemongrass spa products. Uh, We are a, um, uh, we're here in the United States. And so it's, it's in Florida. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is direct sales company, but it's amazing. Uh, We pride ourselves on uh, producing clean, safe and natural products. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're gluten free, organic, vegan. Um, So essentially I get a lot of referrals for people who have problematic skin. I see. Um, Okay. I get a lot of referrals for that, or I get referrals for somebody who just, you know, that mom that just wants to have some quiet time and she can't get to the spa because she has five children and she, she wants that time for herself, for self-care during the week. Mm -hmm. That's where I can come in because our products are spa like, and they're luxurious. Um, I have been with lemongrass now. Um, been two years I took a leave of absence for a mm-hmm. while and mm-hmm. came back mm-hmm. um I um I have a, a team of women that I get to work with team transformation is mm-hmm. what we call ourselves <laughs> and uh we have fun and we encourage each other um and build each other up in our businesses but I do a lot of education about the largest organ of your body and what you're putting on it Yes. It's not just about what you're putting in it. That's important. That's just one piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. You could be feeding your body a lot of great stuff, but, but putting toxic stuff on your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand everybody, you know, everybody's in a different place with this. But mm-hmm. I come along to give you, assist you in making the switch and giving you solutions that are affordable mm-hmm. while educating you um, on the products. And we have products from newborn babies to adult men and women. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we can take care of everybody, but that's what I do. And then my background with cosmetology, of course, amplifies that. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> it amplifies that. So I, I have um, hair uh, clients who are also my lemongrass customers. Sure. Yeah. Makeup, skincare, um, the hair questions, because we have some hair care products too. Mm-hmm. So it just runs hand in hand. And nice. I think it's amazing how I got led to that um, as well along this journey. And I love it. Outstanding. Well, we've, we've enjoyed some lemongrass products in our house and <laughs> I'm sure we'll continue to do that. So they're good, good things. And I only ever hear people say good things about lemongrass products. I've never heard anyone who was displeased with anything they got from there. So that says a lot. And, you know, when you talk about natural stuff and all that, you, 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 you've got my attention too. So I appreciate all that part of it. So, well, it is uh, man outstanding. And thank you so much for sharing all that and sharing your journey. And, Mm -hmm. and uh, I know that the things that you've shared, there's going to be a lot of people that will listen to this and have a lot of points that they can relate to and that will resonate with them. So it's adding value to people. And I hope you see that too. Yes, absolutely. Well, I look forward to connecting with you again soon and I'll say goodbye for now.